All right, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare podcast. This is episode number 31, recorded October 29th, 2020. Good day. Right. Crank his tail, eh? Oh, hey, All right. right, real quick, before, uh, before we, uh, let me just show you guys the, uh, I got, I don't think I showed you the mask when I got it. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, right? And it's got the, the uh, Tom Savini uh, signature Signature on the side. Since it's Halloween, I'm going to wear it to the, uh, to the office tomorrow. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Since it's Halloween, I figured I'd break that out. Does it have a thing to put a filter in it? Yeah, um, so the front of the mask, there's, there's four little pieces of Velcro, and it came with like a cloth, uh, a cloth mask that sticks to the Velcro. Yeah. So then you just pull the uh, pull the mask out, wash it, and put it back in. Because oh, nice. otherwise, it looks like it wouldn't wouldn't work, right? Like it's got big right, ass right. holes in it. <laughs> All the holes and crap. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I just right. remember to show you that. Uh, let's get started with uh, some horror news. So, uh, Creep Show season two is coming out shortly, and it's featuring a whole bunch of all star cast. Uh, I was very excited to see the number of people that are brought on cast. So I'm going to post a link to um, uh, a quick little article that outlines who's in it. But here's a quick note. Uh, we got Marilyn Manson is going to be appearing this season. Nice. Uh, Allie, Allie Larder from The Rookie. Uh, oh, sweet. Iman Benson from Black AF. Um, we have Barbara Crampton from Reanimator, of course. Uh, she's going to be in an episode. C. Thomas Howell is going to be in an episode. Wow. Uh, Denise Crosby from Star Trek Next Generation will be in an episode. Uh, Brecken Meyer from Robot Chicken. And Ted Raimi from The Evil Dead is going to appear in an episode. Nice. Along awesome. with Kevin Dillon and Eric mm-hmm. Edelston. Wow, that is a good cat. Uh, good, yes. Uh... And it's going to feature two short stories by Joe Hill. Those were the animated ones, right? Yeah. Well, those, yeah, those we were the first, but last episode. this season two, they're going to have uh, two new episodes in there. Yeah, <clears throat> Sweet. Very excited by that. Uh, there's a new trailer out for a movie called The Dark and the Wicked, and it looks scary as fuck. Was that yeah, the yeah, possession. I saw that. I saw that one. Yeah, I didn't it get a chance to look at it That's hitting theaters, right? That's correct. No. Um, are they open again? Yes, yeah, some <laughs> theaters are. Some theaters are. I know that here in California, uh, there are drive-in theaters that are now open. That's uh, a good idea. Yeah. And several theaters have resorted, at least here in downtown Long Beach, the theater that has a huge parking lot. They have an outdoor screen now. Cool. Uh, and it faces so the ocean, so you really can't get free movies, uh, but they can at least have one movie to make some money. I think movie yeah. theaters are going to be hurting majorly after this year. Yeah, no uh, doubt. There's think, a uh, bunch of chains that have filed for bankruptcy already, including Carmike yeah. Cinemas. Yeah, I think AMC too, maybe. I think I heard. Or at least uh, they, they've... Sh- they filed Chapter so. Eleven, right? So the yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought I heard that. 
Not good, not good good. for the movie industry right now. Mm. Recent interview with Joe Hill says that he would love to remake the film Maximum Overdrive from 1986, originally directed by his father while high on cocaine. Uh, (laughs) It's a great movie. Yeah. Someone asked him in an interview recently about uh, one of his uh, short stories being done in uh, um, the new uh, Creep Show. Uh, and he commented saying he, if it came down to directing, he would only direct if he ever had a chance to reboot Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Um, if someone offered him a chance to write, direct, and relaunch a Maximum Overdrive movie, he would jump on it in a second. That's the only position where he could see himself wanting to direct. Do you think he'd be high on cocaine? Hopefully not. Maybe it would be a better movie. <laughs> oh, come on, it was a good movie. It was okay, but you could tell that the director, you know, Stephen King, was wasn't in his right mind. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, Hulu has released a second trailer for their new thriller, Run, starring Sarah Paulson. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to see that. We talked about it on the last episode because they did mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. A, a trailer, but now the new one looks pretty different. Um, I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, it seems really good. Uh, just to break down the plot here from the Hulu website, um, says they say you can never escape a mother's love, but for Chloe, that's not a comfort. It's a threat. Hmm. There's something unnatural, even sinister, about the relationship between Chloe and her mom. It's sort of like a misery kind of story, I think. It, it's it's got to be based well, on the, a true yeah, story I about think that like girl the mother, like, from a few drugs years ago. Keeps her under- yeah, thumb, yeah. I guess. The mom had like Munchausen by proxy, and she like kept saying that the daughter was sick, and gave her some yep. injections and crap that made her not able to walk. Yeah. Mm. You have to watch the second trailer. I didn't see it, see it yet. Yeah, yeah. Is that out? It's not. So it's not out yet. It's not out it yet. They just released the second trailer for it. Um, I'm not sure. Didn't see a date for when it's getting released. I gotta imagine it's gonna be in the next few months or so. Sarah Paulson's busy. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um for those of you that are into torture horror, talking about fans of Saw, there's a new torture film Possible. out and a new trailer <laughs> called Sleepless Beauty. Hmm. The trailer looks horrifying. Uh, but uh, the plot is a young girl named Mila is kidnapped and the unknown abductors keep her in an old garage. They talk to her through a loudspeaker and set strict rules. She must not sleep, but has to fulfill weird tasks and they pre- everything that they prepared for. Her. It all looks like someone's sick idea of a gloomy entertainment. Still, the girl doesn't suspect that she's part of a ruthless experiment. Interesting. Sounds pretty good. What's it called? Yeah. It's called Sleepless Beauty. Sleepless Beauty. Okay. Um, it has been announced that A24 Studios is going to be redoing The Bride of Frankenstein, and it will have Scarlett Johansson as the star. Wow. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm interested in that. Bride of Frankenstein was a great movie. Um, and to see Scarlett Johansson in a modern remake of it, all right, I'll watch it. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong, 
uh, his um, TV series Servant season two begins in January in Apple TV Plus. New trailer looks amazing, and if you haven't seen season one, it's definitely worth watching. It's he one of those working rare. On a movie too wasn't he? I think he has well, a that... movie coming. I think he was working on a movie too. Uh, yeah, I'm not aware of that. Uh, maybe, but you know, his is hit and miss with this guy. Hit and miss. That's no, why I was afraid okay. to watch the series, but it was very indeed, good. indeed. Yeah. Well, the good thing about the series, though, is you don't have to invest a whole lot. You can watch like an episode or two, and you know, if with a movie becomes, like uh, yeah, if, if it's uh, Fonzie jumping the shark, you can bail. Yeah, with a movie, like you invest in a certain amount of it, and then you're like, oh, I just got to finish watching this thing because I've already invested half of my life into this movie. So, right. well, not half my life, but you know what I mean. I already paid my fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Might as well stick it out. Exactly. Um, Netflix has so it's released a old. new. What was it? It's called old. It's called old. His new movie. Old. Yep. Yeah. We'll have to look into that one. Um, Netflix has released a new trailer for the fourth and final season of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, yes. final season. Well, yeah. I mean, she is going to hell. So yeah, yeah. Now, the last season, I didn't really dig that much. There were too much fucking singing in it. Yeah. Uh, they, they brought in the singing stuff. and uh. Yeah. Uh, See, this will Vampire one. Slayer brought in the singing early, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, this will uh, debut on December 31st. Uh, fourth and final Eve. season. Yep. Nice. It's probably for the best, you know. You you get to a certain point and and you belabor the point, and then it's like, ugh, they probably should just end this. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, JoeBlow.com has posted a small featurette video that offers some first official footage of Conjuring Three. Wow. Sweet. Looks pretty good. It's not going to be based on Amityville. It's going to be some other story, uh, but. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. They had some behind-the-scenes stuff. James Wan is not directing it. He is producing it, but he's on set. And uh, he says he's handed over to someone who has just as much love for the genre as he does. Do we know who, or he just that's all he said? I don't remember the gentleman's name. No one you've heard of, though? Like, not a... No. Like a... Not someone that would go, oh, yeah, this is a great hard director. I can't wait. No. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, for Halloween Day, Shudder is hosting a virtual event called Shudderfest. You can go to Shudderfest.com to register, and you will be able to participate in the full live stream of the day's events. That's cool. That's a good idea. A new trailer is online for Vince Vaughn's slasher, Freaky, uh, and the new trailer makes it look even better. Dude, that looks really good. Like, it's like a yeah. twist well, on Freaky yeah. Friday, right? Yeah. Instead of, like, changing places with, like, like the original concept was the mother and the daughter switch places. This is, like, she exchanges places with a serial killer. Yeah. Brilliant. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. Yeah, it looks yeah, great. I, saw, I just saw it, actually, on an interview with Vince Vaughn about the movie. That's a, is that a Blumhouse? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I believe it is. Blumhouse. You know, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn lately has been in a lot of weird movies. Um, that movie, The Binge, I don't know if you've seen that. It's a comedy, uh, uh-huh. but it's kind of like The Purge. 
but instead of killing everyone one night a year, it's a night Come where every single drug is legal, no matter what your age. Hmm. It's called That's the binge. Very funny. Yeah. Very good movie. Vince Vaughn in it. Uh, but the slasher movie uh, called Freaky looks really good where a girl, I guess she's a teenager or something uh, or like mm -hmm. a cheerleader perhaps or something. And as she's runs into the serial killer, almost gets killed by him, switches bodies. Um, yeah. It looks really interesting. Something unique. Great concept. Yeah. I think uh, Vince Vaughn's only been doing weird movies cause he's, uh, he's fallen out of favor in Hollywood. Well, why do you think that is? I I believe his political leanings are a bit outside of mainstream Hollywood. So, you know, I'm not one of those kind of people that say, you know, you get blackballed for what it is you do. But, you know, you, you get to a certain level of, yeah, we don't really want to deal with him anymore. From what I gather, his political leanings are, uh, are what caused him to fall out of favor. So he's taken yeah, he, like these. Oh, he does these indie. Yeah, I mean, that's all he's done is indie films. Well, what was that cell block one? The one that oh, was, yeah. uh, that was really, really, really good. It was really good. It was a great movie. Yeah. That wasn't mainstream though, too. That was independent. Yeah. 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 He hit mainstream there for a while, but yeah, he's a bit, I think, I think he's like a libertarian or something like that. Or like, I don't want to say he's a Trumper, but, uh, I, I believe he just, he's, you know, there probably is some, like, yeah, there is probably some sort of uh, political thing going on in Hollywood. So, you know, like everywhere else. My understanding is he actually itself. is from Chicago. Uh-huh. Um, and he does have a place in Chicago, but he's also out here in L.A. And he plays Dungeons and Dragons up in Los Angeles with, uh, what the hell's his name? John Fairview? No. Who, 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 who is the guy is that played Flash player? in the original... Spider-Man movie, Sam Raimi movie. Oh yeah, um, ah, and he was in True Blood. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. What the hell is his name? Matt. Go for Grace. Me. Like, no. <laughs> what character was he in True Blood? Was he Sam? No. Yeah. Joe Alexander's Maganello. Maganello. Oh yeah. yeah okay. He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania, and he's married to that oh, Sophia yeah. Vergara. Sophia Varaga. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he has a he has a dungeon underneath his house oh, that used to be a wine cellar, and they turned it into a Dungeons and Dragons dungeon. Dude, and Tom awesome. Morello from uh, Rage Against the Machine, um, Vince Vaughn, who apparently him and Tom Morello know each other pretty well. They both live near each other in chicago the two of them a bunch of guys that are writers and producers from different tv shows uh the two writers from um from uh, uh game of thrones they all play dungeons and dragons together at uh, joe's house that sounds like awesome that, that'd be like like that'd be a good podcast right there just they, all them they, dudes like playing dungeons and dragons together yeah, yeah. They they said they were even doing it over Zoom now because they can't get together, but they still want to play their game. It's pretty um, sweet. Yeah, it's funny. Dungeons and Dragons is making a major comeback, and out here in California, there's like a Dungeons and Dragons game every day of the week. You you pick a different place to hang out, and there's Dungeons and Dragons games going on. 
role playing games are fun, and, and you got to <laughs> figure, especially like fantasy, it's like a good escape from the bullshit that is 2020. You know, right. you submerge yourself in a different world, and even though you might get killed by a dragon or you know, like tied up by some banshee, and you know, it you know, it's, it's not reality. Yeah, yeah, the the, the clusterfuck that is 2020. <laughs> yeah. So so speaking of 2020, uh, two people that I know, my my cousin, she lives in Alabama. She had a tree fall in her house during the hurricane a couple weeks ago, so her house was split in half by a tree. Jesus. And Kim's cousin. Uh, two weeks ago, her house burnt down. She lives what down like, near Philly. Mm-hmm. So, so 2020. Yeah. Yeah. T- <laughs> fuck 2020. Damn. All right. That's it for the news. You guys got anything? So I, um, I was thinking like one of the things we should, should add, and I'm not sure what part of the show we should add it. Like, like I know we we review a movie, but if we if we watch because like October I watch a lot of horror stuff. I watch like if we yeah, want to just like bring up like horror things we've watched over the over the over the month. Yeah, we could, that's a great idea because when we started, is that, is that or not, good? if you listen to the first or second podcast, we used to talk about shows and other stuff before we did our movie review. Right. Yeah. So, because I had a, I've had a whole bunch of stuff. There's a whole bunch of good shit that came out in this last. Yeah, month. Yeah, there's sleepers, and and we'll never talk about them because we don't, you know, we've already seen them. I mean, I guess we could relive it at some point, but yeah, there's a lot of sleeping uh, like movies out there that are awesome, and we don't so, get like, to share it typically. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, just like maybe like brief, brief like discussions of shit we've watched over the last month. You know, it, we don't have to go into detail. Just hey, I saw this. You guys might dig it. Check it out. Like that's I'm, a great I'm just idea. To figure out. Even if is it's that, bad, just mention it so you don't watch yeah. it. You know I mean, I saw this, I didn't like it. I saw this, I liked it. Yeah. So, um, Mortuary Collection on Prime. I don't know if any of you guys have watched that yet. No, no it's in my queue. Oh my yep. god, it was it was awesome. It was it was really good. It seems to be in in this kind of this kind of kind of carries over into the movie we reviewed for tonight. But uh, there's a lot of anthologies coming out nowadays. Yeah, anthology horror anthology seems to be big. Um, because besides Mortuary Collection, I've also watched Books of Blood on Hulu, which was based off that Clive Barker series. Yes. And that was pretty good, too. I don't know if I liked it as much as I like Mortuary Collection, but it, but it was decent. And that's on, Prime, that's on Prime, right? I know I have it queued up. Mortuary sure? Collection's on Prime. Books of Blood is on uh, Hulu. Hulu, yeah. Yeah, along, yeah. The, along the same lines, uh, two yeah. nights ago, I watched We Summon the Darkness on Netflix. Um, is Oh yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It actually looks really good. It's yeah, about a, a it, it goes along of, the like, lines of satanic girls, right? panic. I really yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of high school girls that are like doing like they go to like a heavy metal concert and meet up with some yeah. dudes. And, and it yeah. takes place in the eighties. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and the, like the music that was in the trailer actually was yep. pretty good, like like metal music too. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty. It was a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Um. So also, I have. I uh, just we watched the first episode of The Haunting of Bly Manor. I don't know if you guys started on that yet. Nope. I watched the whole series. We reviewed on I was thinking about maybe if we can review that one because we reviewed the uh the haunting of Hill House. I just wanna I just wanna say that I watched the whole Fly Manor. Okay. Uh, You're disappointed? Very much so. You look disappointed. Really? Uh, I I was very, very, Uh, very disappointed. Uh that's a shame. Yeah, I thought yeah. the first one was decent. 
We only watched well, one. Great. I thought I thought the first well, one. Well, once, once you guys watch it, we should have a discussion about it because okay. I I want to express to you my my the things that bother me the most about it, but I, I since you didn't watch it, we can't really talk about it, but okay. I I want to see if you agree with me or if you if you if I'm way off the mark. All right. Um yeah, that's cool. Uh also uh the history of horror on AMC. Season um, you two. guys been watching that? Yeah. It's been, been really good. We uh I think there's three episodes, right? Um Yeah. They did Monsters, like, body horror and hell houses. And houses, yeah. 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 A lot of Joe Hill in there. I, I tell you, Joe Hill is quite the prolific writer. Um he, he yeah, when he when Stephen about... when Stephen King passes on like this guy's going to be the new Stephen King, you know? Yeah. And he, I mean, it's funny when you see him too, it's like, Oh <laughs> shit. It looks, looks like Stephen King. The funniest thing of all, the original, uh, creep show. Creep yeah. He was in it. Yeah, He was the, kid. He was yeah, the he little was kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think they, they, they point that out in, uh, in, um, history of horror. Yes. Yeah. Don't they? He has yeah. a little interview and he talks about being babysat by Tom Savini. Yeah, it's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, that is so cool. I mean, could you imagine if you could tell I'd people, "Yeah, it, right? Tom Savini was my babysitter." Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine being babysat by Tom Savini. Like, yeah. you know, you think he's like making Not only like that, fucked up. Joe Hill was babysat by Tom Savini on the set of Creepshow. Wow! So he got. Uh, he said he got to be in the same room as Fluffy for a good portion of the time. Nice. And, you know, Fluffy is, you know, the, yeah, the, the Tasmanian monster devil the thing, you know, the whatever that is. Yeah, crate, yeah the crate monster. The crate monster, yeah. <clears throat> and All right. my, my last one, my last one real quick was uh, Lovecraft Country. Um, that, that's been uh, really good, too. Did you watch the whole season? I uh, I think I'm like one behind yet. I haven't I haven't finished it yet. I Let finished me just tell it. You. The last one I watched Loved was it. the the um, the one about Tulsa. Yes. When they, when they burn the city down. And that, that was, was like, amazing. I got a little bit emotional there at the end of that yeah. one. Yeah. Like, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, wow. Like, it's 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 a great series. Um, I, I love the historical facts that they include. Right, I love right. all the audio that they play during the intros and outros or mid-sections. Oh, isn't that funny? Like, like it's like modern music, too. They, they play modern music during the show. Yeah. Like, and they're back in 1930. You know, it's like, whoa, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really good show. Uh, they play like I, I hip hop, you know what I mean? <laughs> Back and in I the found, 19th. I found the end to be very surprising. Yeah, really, right. yeah, I haven't got I haven't gotten to the end yet, so. So that was right. it. I I just, you know, a couple of things things that I have watched over the last uh, the last month. So that is that it then, Sal? I, like they're not going to have a second season, right? That was the end. Yeah, yeah. No, the second okay. season. There is going to be a second season. Yeah, which is surprising after the okay. end, right? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't think. Yeah, okay. All right. I thought it was going to be like a true detective kind of thing, where it's you know they they call it Lovecraft Country, but and have different stories every year or whatever. But well, that's what uh, I thought about Ratchet too. Like I thought Ratchet would be the same thing, but it looks like they're trying to angle for a second season of that as well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about Ratchet, man. I, I'm not. I'm not impressed by it. No. No. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not it's not what I expected it to be. No. Okay. It seems. It definitely seems like an American horror story. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, that's, that's what, that's what it, it seems like. A, it seems like a watered down version of American <laughs> horror story. Yeah. Yeah. True. Good point. I didn't think it was bad though. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just disappointing. 
because I really love Nurse Ratched. All right, let's get to our top five. Top five this month is top what? five possession <laughs> horror movies. All right, let me just. I don't know how check. I took a left turn, but no, yeah. no. You know what? I think at the end of last episode we talked about masks. We did talk mask, about it. Best, and then okay. um, halfway between there, we decided on um, uh, possession movies. So we okay. could do masks next next month. It's a, okay. another good idea. Yeah, definitely. All right, this month it is Craig, Chris, Sal. All right. All right, then. These are pretty obvious, I think, right? I mean... There's a, there's a lot of them, though. There's a lot of... I know, you know there is. There's a lot there's to pick some... from. No, I know, there was. And one's, like, you don't really think about until, like, you think right. about it. And... All right, my number five was Annabelle. Yeah. Good, so. good, good. Um, number four, Conjuring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want a lot of new stuff. Um, number three, I went with Insidious. Uh, Insidious okay. is a great possession movie. Absolutely. Terrifying movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number two, I went with Evil Dead Part Two. Okay. Very nice. All right. Number one's obvious. Uh, Exorcist. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's classic. Is. I mean, that's it's one of the you know. And uh, I got two honorable mentions. I got a whole bunch of honorable mentions, but okay. I'll I'll just do two. Uh, went with Hereditary and uh, Christine. Oh, Christine! Oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah, very I didn't nice. think of that one. That's a, that's a good one. I didn't even very think nice. about that, but that's definitely a possession movie. Yeah. I know, and it's tough. You're like. How do you not like put Christine in your list? But it's like there's just too many good. I went by scare factor, and mm-hmm. I mean Christine was scary when I was a kid. But it just I don't, I don't know. It's a good movie, but like I said, it's it's crazy that I went with the three newer because I usually go with you know a more nostalgic approach to to. Oh, I thought you know the newer Annabelle Condry Insidious. That your, whole, your audio dipped out there a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you froze oh, up for a second. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah. No, that was a good. That was a good list. Excellent. I'm second. Yep. Okay, so my number five was The Exorcist. Wow. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I I'm not sure exactly when I made this list. Why I put certain things in certain positions, other than. While I was making it, that's that's how I listed them. Yeah. Uh, number four, The Conjuring, um, which I think was also your number four. So that, yeah, uh, that's yep. kinda... we jive there. Yep. Uh, number three for me was Event Horizon. Yes. Okay. Uh, that that movie always seems to make its way on my list if I can figure out a way to get <laughs> to get yeah. it on there. I mean that that movie when I, when I first watched it like really just creeped the shit out of me. Um. Uh. <clears throat> Number two, Hereditary. Nice. Uh, there were some scenes in that movie, too, where, you know, and, and I remember when we discussed this the first time, we weren't sure if it was, like, like mental illness or possession movie up until a certain point, right? Yeah. And then when it became obvious what it was, I was just like, damn. Like, it was, yeah. it was creepy. Yeah. 
And then my number one is the Evil Dead. Uh, Which one? one that, first, the first one? Yeah, the first one. The first okay. one. I mean, I remember the first time I watched that. I I, I had to like pause it like for a bit because I was like just really and and now you look at it, it's it's like campy. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a campy. Yeah, yeah. But but when you're like you know 13 years old and you're watching it for the first time and you've never seen anything like that before, scary. Like, it was scary as shit. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So. And then I have two honorable mentions: uh, the Devil's Candy, which okay. uh, we re- we reviewed once on here. Yep. That yeah. was that was a pretty good possession movie. Devil's Candy um, is in our Lost episode. Oh, man, that's the Lost yeah. episode, huh? Yeah. Damn. And then my my uh, other honorable mention was the Evil Dead remake because, yeah. as much as I like the original, as much as I like the original, the the remake they 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 took away the camp and made it darker and and yep. creepier that, that that was, creep, yeah. the creepy uh, that was that like it's creepy when the when the girl opened up the you know the yeah cellar. man like they Where, they what did she say we're gonna get something like that yeah and, like that, that girl that, was, that was creepy really creepy yeah. i mean it like that they did a great job with that remake and i you know you're always worried when they do remakes of the classics but that was just an amazing remake so yeah that's awesome that's a great list. Wow. Thanks. Uh, we, we have so many overlapping. All right. Uh, my number five, the first power. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. I forgot about that one, too. I, yeah, I've only Lou seen Diamond Phillips. Twice. Lou Diamond Phillips as an agent tracking down a yeah. killer who has that was a, a good movie. Who's a satanic a killer movie. who who killed yep. himself and then possessed the bodies of other people to continue. That was killing. the name of the killer too, right? It was a satanic killer, right? Yeah. Um, totally so forgot I, about that, that one. I love that movie. I must've watched it a trillion times. I freaking love that. Movie. Yeah, I did too. That was all, it was on a lot. It was yeah. on HBO a lot, yeah. I think. My number four, Amityville Horror, the original. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is okay. Creepy. I remember being scared shitless when the walls were bleeding. I was a little kid and like seeing the scene with the walls bleeding and shit. I was like, Bleh. my number three, Event Horizon. Oh, wow. Both yeah. number threes. Yeah, I know. My number two, Devil's Candy. <laughs> nice. Part of, the, part of the reason why I love that is the soundtrack. That, yeah, and and that's the funny thing. That episode that we recorded, we reviewed that movie, and then we specifically talked about horror movie soundtracks. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so maybe maybe it was because of that soundtrack that it it, it didn't record properly or disappeared. Yeah, I don't that know. weird ass. What the hell's the name of that group again? That did that? Sun. Uh... Sun. Oh. Yeah, that's it. With that yeah. like super deep bass that when you I, like hear listen, it, just feel like yeah, it's like I a went to see of, those you know, guys. I went to see those guys at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. They did a midnight show uh, up here in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery up in Los Angeles. And it was a fucking amazing show. Is that where Bella Lugosi's buried? Yeah, all the Hollywood stars are up there. Yeah. It was it was a fantastic show. It was a private show. Uh, the tickets were $198 a piece. Oof. Uh, it was a, it was an intimate show. There wasn't a lot of people there, uh, and they and they gave a speech and a rundown of all their gear, all their equipment, all their amplifiers they bought from uh, 
a bunch of them they bought from Eddie Van Halen. They bought a couple cool. from Michael Jackson. And then I think the the last two that they just bought uh, when they did that show, they bought them in England. They were white amplifiers, which was kind of weird. Uh, but they were white hmm. amplifiers that they bought from uh, Prince. Huh. Interesting. Uh, from the Prince estate. Uh, but these are Sun Sun amplifiers. That's what they named their band after. So, yeah. Oh, my cool. uh, my number one, The Exorcist. Yeah. Cause hey. that, come on, that's the original. That scared <laughs> the shit out of me as a oh, kid. And I, even to this day, some of that stuff still holds up really well if you watch yeah. it today. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's it's it it's still kind of creepy when you watch it. Like you know. I don't think because back when I first saw it, you know, I still kind of believed in religion and stuff like that. So yeah. it was more creepier. But it, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, just like the cold breath in her voice, and it's still creepy, man. I and I still kind of feel like creepy. weird. Uh, watching it's just that when she's like in bed and you just hear a gargle. Yeah, yeah. I still feel kind of weird watching that. Like you know, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't see this. Like your mother's yeah, house was in hell. <laughs> yeah, how old was she too back then? Right? She was, yeah, she was right. Twelve. Like yeah. <laughs> all right and i have a couple honorable mentions i have um my my first honorable mention is hereditary fantastic movie just all these other ones i felt something for them more than hereditary my number two is evil dead 2 i love the idea of the possessed hand that was like the best yeah. part of that freaking movie yeah. yeah uh and then my number three is the uh, evil dead remake because that is just terrifying they made all the possessions that much more scary. Uh, the girl right. under the steps when she cuts her tongue in half. Uh, oh man, there were oh. so many things that were just like. Oh yeah. And even, and even when they're reading the reading the Necronomicon ex mortis, like it, it's creepier. You know, like when when Ash is reading the first one, it's you know not. Yes. It's not that that maybe and maybe because you know now what it is. When they're reading it, but yeah, it was just it was it was a lot creepier. Yeah, great remake. And I love how it kind of that ties into Lovecraft Country because Lovecraft Country, rather than dealing with the Necronomicon, which is the Book of Dead Names, they have the Book of Names. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good list. Good list. Yeah, that was a fantastic list. I think and we a lot should of, uh, a lot of similar. Yeah. I think next time we'll probably do masks and then we should think about revisiting soundtracks because we didn't get to make that one happen uh, that people could hear it. And it, it was a good episode. Okay. It was the best Which episode I, I, so far, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Which I the talked to my daughter about the, the other day because we watched, you know, during Halloween, my daughter and I, we watch a horror movie almost every night. Uh, and then the other night we watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Nice. And of course, that was on my list of best soundtracks. Because the Dickies did the whole soundtrack for that movie. So you could have done that too. Trick or Treat is Possession and Good Horror soundtrack. Too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fast yeah. Way. Such a great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus it was Possession, right? Trick or yeah. Treat, I remember. Yep. All right. This month's movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched it last night, man. <laughs> I, it was it was like the French movie. It was no, it wasn't that bad. It I wasn't don't as know. Bad. I don't was, know. There was some comedy in this one, at least at the very yeah, least. I know at least some some nice stuff to look at. That's the only thing 
yeah. held my attention. Because yes. yeah. Oh, I yep. did I did pause it numerous times to see how much time was left. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I same here. Rough getting through. Same here. And now, to be honest, just a, when it, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say this this movie, just for everyone to know, the movie this month is Verotic. Uh, Veronica, right? This is a Glenn Danzig movie. Now, Glenn Danzig is a musician, right? He is from the band The Misfits, fantastic band. They're mm -hmm. horror, sci-fi, punk rock. You've got the band Sam Hain, again, horror, sci-fi, punk rock. you got the band Danzig, fantastic. He does some great cover albums. He does a lot of great things in the music industry. He loves horror, and horror has been the themes of all of his bands. He also created a comic book company called Verotic that released multiple different stories on comic books. You had Death, the Death Reaper. You had uh, Vampire, Vamp, Vampirella. There was a bunch of great uh, comics that came out of that company. Um and his love for horror movies and his extra cash made him come up with this idea. Let's write a movie. Let's that make a movie. Yeah, I was going to say, not a lot yeah. of extra cash. <laughs> yeah, let me just say, this movie, couch came out about a year ago. this movie came out about a year ago. It premiered in Los Angeles. And there was an article, and, actually, and I posted it. actually showed it. It actually okay. had a premiere for that thing. Yeah, Ooh. there was a premiere in Los Angeles. Um. And it came out about a year ago, and I remember posting an article on our Facebook page and actually sending it to you guys, too, saying that Glenn Danzig accidentally made the year's best comedy horror. Yeah, it oh, wasn't yeah, supposed to be comedy horror. <laughs> That's correct. So during the premiere of the film in Los Angeles, the audience laughed their asses off, and Glenn Danzig got pretty upset because it was yep. not meant to be funny. But I will say this much, the directing, the direction of it was horrifically bad. There oh. were a couple times where they clearly, the, the cameraman missed the mark. Like, clearly. There yeah. were a couple scenes where you could even tell the actors didn't know when to stop acting. Right. And then they cut well, to black. Then, and then they would show the, the, the close-ups of the people who were supposed to be dead. And you could see their eyes, like, like, like <laughs> yeah. I'm like... The fuck are they? Are they dead or what? Like, like I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be dead, but Jesus, why? Now, why show a close up on them for extra minutes when their yeah, eyes are now, blinking? Now, just think of this. So, this was written by Glenn Danzig. The soundtrack was by Glenn Danzig. And he, the did have a song there. he did the have direction. Direction was by Glenn Danzig. Did he edit it too? He had to be the editor too, because there was some like. I don't know that he was the editor, but I know that he directed <laughs> it. And I heard several people say that he had a very laissez-faire uh, uh, protocol when it came to directing, which clearly <laughs> shown in the movie. Oh my god, man, dude! Like, and and seriously, like, I I felt like what I was watching was an '80s porno movie that they took all the sex scenes out of. Because yeah, that's, like how good skin the max, horror, that's how good skin the acting max. Yeah, that's how good the acting Yeah, like let's make a porno horror movie and then yeah. take all the sex out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was like Edward penis hands minus the penis hands. 
the story, like the stories didn't, they didn't make sense to me either. I don't know if it went like (laughs) the endings, like they didn't end. It was just like, they just like cut. It was like, the stories didn't wrap up. It was like, just, it ended. It was like, like like, what? Laissez faire directing. It was just crap. (laughs) It it just, yeah, like eyeball titties and Spider-Man. Like what do those two things have in common? Like why did the eyeball titty girl, why did she have, have eyeballs on her titties? Yeah, and, and why did she have these dreams of like killing people when we don't even know who she is? Yes. And where did the spider come? You know, it was just the weird. It's just like nothing made sound. Like okay. Yeah. And, and first Bad. of all, how did the sex worker come to have eyeballs on her nipples? That's what I want to know. Yeah. And, and why, when she was dead, were the eyes crying? Like, shouldn't they be dead as well? But and did the eyes tears bring the spider to life, or did the yeah, spider? Yeah, but the thing about that was the, the spider was over on the plant. Fuck you and your ass and break your neck. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the teardrop dropped, and the spider was over there. I'm like, well, how the hell did that teardrop even get on that spider? Like, <laughs> dude, the French accents were the worst. <laughs> oh oh god. god, that's why I was laughing. Like, look, listen, to these people trying to pretend they're speaking French. I'm like, oh my you're, god, they're calling him. Le neck breaker. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's a good name for a giant spider. Le neck breaker. <laughs> yeah. So just so, kind of so taking we... from this review of the premiere, uh, to kind of bring some of this into that. So during the interview, the the person who wrote the article said, speaking to Glenn Danzig, that he explained that that story was supposed to be taking place in Paris. <laughs> there was no, there was okay. no indication of that at all. No, the French accent French accent that way. (laughs) (laughs) Those were, dude. Seriously, they were all porno movie extras. That uh, hey, we got to show some titties in this movie. Can you act? Yeah, yeah. Well, the one, the one stripper was in the last story too. I don't know if you caught on that. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Like from the second story, like the one stripper was in the third story. It's like you know a peasant lady or something like that. Ah. So, you know, what's weird, though, when the movie started and we saw that girl with the, the crosses under her eyes, you yeah. know, and she stuck her fingers in that chick's eyes. I was like, OK, this is cheesy, but not terrible. And then they went with like the intro music and stuff. I was like, oh, this intro music is kind of cool. And it was kind of trippy with the graphics and stuff that they did. And like, OK, this movie's going to be all right. Like, maybe it's going to be OK. And yeah. then that first that first like thing, the albino spider like thing started. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be like creep show. But. Not creep show. Yeah. <clears throat> it was just bad. So there are three stories. Yeah, three, three stories. stories. And and she didn't even do a good job in between them. Like like No. What she what she was she was calling the audience something, my younglings or my I don't even remember. Like it was Let me yeah. just say, um <laughs> it, this was a very unique movie. It, I'm going to say was it the first time you saw it, Sal, or no? Oh, yeah, it was the first time I saw okay. it. Yeah, uh, I read about it, you know, people saying it was horrible, but let me just say this up in Los Angeles, there's a movie theater that plays it every Saturday night at midnight. It's like the new Rocky oh. Horror. Wow, uh, yeah. and apparently, a lot of people were going to see it up until COVID happened. Really, yeah. So, speaking of low budget, did you see like the first? <laughs> When they're in the movie theater, like you have to go back and watch it, dude, because oh. it's hilarious. Like the projector that was, the was, sec- a fan. That was the second episode, right? The, the second one, the, uh, the 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 change of face. 
No, that was the first no, one. No, that no, was, was the first one. Really yeah. eyeball titties. Yeah. So the projector in the movie theater was a fan with a light bulb behind it, just and it, and it gave you that impression that it was flickering projector, dude. No, I was laughing I my ass off. I missed that. <laughs> Some special effects, the budget they got there. Yeah. All the money, uh, all those extra. And the face gone. one was funny too, because like the the, the, the killer the supposedly rate. killed thirteen people, but there was only seven faces hanging on the wall. I was like, dude, the cops, were, like, the cops were funny. The cops were funny no, in that no, one. No. The oh, best yeah. part of that one is oh, the two, two, mind you, two three-minute stripper sequences. Oh, no, they were long. <laughs> dude, I like, I like watching strippers. I timed them. Dude, I was like, let's go. Let's... Each. They were three and a half minutes each. It, it, it reminded me of that French fucking movie where they just kept dancing. I was like, yeah. uh, enough for us. I, uh, I was trying to figure out, is he trying to scare us or make us horny? Because those naked yeah. chicks were... No, I know they were good looking. Yeah, but, but that girl, the, the the mystery girl, which is what her like her name was, the stripper. Yeah. Like she was she was mystery girl. Killer. Like she had fact, the bad makeup on. Yeah, she had the bad makeup on to begin with because you could see like it, it was like yeah. Trump's makeup. You could yeah. see where her eyes were and like and then she put that fake ass face on over top of it and then like with the mask and she's like out there dancing. I'm like, yeah, no wonder those dudes are backing off. Like you yeah. see like like the. Uh, so, the cops were funny in that second one. Yeah. So my understanding is that from this interview that Glenn Danzig was trying to base that loosely off of the idea of or inspired by Eyes Without a Face by George uh, Franju. Um, the girl's mm. name is M- Mystery. <laughs> yeah. I, which that's great. Um, and the stripping scenes yeah. were just. Man, very drawn out, man. The drawn out. I, I yep. felt like I paid for three lap dances during that. It was pretty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, that the was. The third probably, one was I, my I, favorite. I mean, if that really counts for anything, but. <laughs> that dude, that was so like the second one was probably my favorite of the three because the cops yeah. I found were funny, even yeah. though the killing scenes were just like ridiculous. Like she like cut that guy on his face and he like. How she like was able to like m- like manhandle that giant cop and then just like cut him a little bit on his face, but then it was like bleeding like profusely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that third one, like that girl was always kind of like 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 looking off like into the like like just like smearing the blood on her face. Yeah. There was yeah. a, that scene where she was holding the grapes. She stood. She oh, stood that was those grapes. Bizarre, wasn't it? For like Forever. Three she's just you know, like staring at the grapes. I'm like, okay, these grapes are going to have something to do with this scene somehow. And it had nothing. And then she's like no. bringing, the, you know, I'm like. <laughs> then she goes to take the bath in the blood, the blood, the bath of the, you know, the virgins that she's. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh my God. Well, the end of that too, like she just has the head and that's how it ends. It's like. And she kills them all different ways. There's not even like a ritual or anything like that. She's no. like, yeah, she kills the one that hangs him in the tub. She kills yeah. the one on an altar, which I don't know. Yeah, and then they're all just kind of like all over that room. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. That was it reminded me of Hostel, too, a little bit. Contessa of Blood was that last one. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. And, and the scene where she just hung out in the mirror for a while was like, what the fuck is, what is going on here? I'm like, I, I just, it, it it was not it was not a good so, movie. Yeah, so I guess we we should like just try to tell each story. Like the first one was an albino spider. 
Who and, was brought to life by some and, girl with eyeballs on her titties. And, and when she fell asleep, he could kill. And, uh, and then she woke up and she drugged I think she drugged she, herself. She drugged right? herself. Yeah, she, she drugged herself so she could sleep. And then she called the cops before she killed herself. And then the cops came and, and killed the spider. Yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't it even was, funny. He only had six legs. The yeah. Thing that, only had six. Yes. The thing that bothered me the most is they never bothered to tell you how the hell she got eyeballs as her tits. Yeah, like, yeah. What did that have to do with the story? Yeah, <laughs> Other nothing. than she was embarrassed by it. Although that hook, the hooker was nice in that one, too, with the pink little shorts on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hanging yeah. Up in the alley there. Yeah. So that was the first story. The second story was uh, a lady. Change of face. Change of face was the second. But we don't know why her face was fucked up, right? I, I don't know. Nope. And why she decided she was going to get new faces and like. Because her face wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't yeah. yeah, it she wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah. And they were talking to her, I guess, because she would go in and like talk to them and call them like, you know, she would like tell them, oh, I'm going to bring you a new friend. Yeah. And the faces on the wall looked like someone took like. Um, fruit roll-ups and just like bit eye yeah. holes out of them and just like stuck. and like i said she they she killed 13 people and there's only seven <laughs> hanging on the wall i was like <laughs> she had the others in her purse or something you sort of overlooked that yeah you sort of overlooked like <laughs> she keeps one in her glove box in her car i don't <laughs> yeah so one of my favorite lines and this is why i think people were laughing you know this is why they found it funny the cop shows up at the scene he's like He's like, I don't know, boss. It's pretty grisly. He's like, yeah, how grisly? He's like, pretty grisly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, shit. <laughs> and just how, I think it was that one where, like, she just, like, got really close. I'm like, how did you let this fucking lady get that close to you? She's got a knife. You got a fucking gun. It's like. Yeah. It's so fake. Yeah. And then the third so one I was guess... that Contessa of Blood, and it was that woman that, I guess she was, like, a queen or something like, yeah i don't know she would stay young by bathing in the blood of virgins Virgins, and this was like back in uh medieval times the blood splatters were great in that one though that was my favorite part like each time she killed somebody like the chick that she killed over the tub and she tilted the head back so the oh blood yeah would <laughs> just the different ways that the blood flowed in that uh yeah. in that one was pretty yeah good. that was that was my favorite part about that one. Yeah, that now, came out pretty strong, right? The blood yeah. out of the neck. It was like, according to the reviews that I've read, this movie has the potential and likely will become one of those movies like The Room, unintentionally funny, and living some duration of its lifetime as a midnight movie for those campy it's... horror comedy type situations. I can see that. I could see that. I mean, I could see if I was horny and wanted to toss off jacket. <laughs> yeah, you go like have some like 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 we're laughing about it now, and and like during while I was watching it, I was mostly thinking, oh my god, this is this is fucking terrible. Like like I couldn't in like there was one or two scenes I laughed, but I didn't find it like funny. Funny, I found it funny that like it was tough to get through. It was. Yeah, it let was. me just say it was hard to get through. Like I, I forced myself to watch the whole thing just so we could yeah. review it because Same well here. before the second story, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I kept pausing it. Like I was like, oh, "Shit, how much time is left?" And in they this? were only a half hour only... each. You know what I mean? It was like... right. 
Right. It was tough I, to get I through really, a half hour story. I really almost didn't make it through the spider. Like the second two weren't quite as dumb, I think, as the spider. The spider one, like especially, it was a dumb French accent. Yeah. It was. I have no idea why she's got eyeballs in her titties, and I don't know why this spider guy with six legs like is like her psyche going out and killing people. Like, why does she even want these people dead? Like, I don't know. But he says that he can kill when she's asleep. Why? Yeah. No explanations for anything. No. Yeah. No ending either. No. So it just <laughs> no. Never wrapped anything up. She just... said something like, "Me." There's more stories for next time. Like, well, there's going to be a sequel to this. Or, <laughs> well, that's the thing. So let's let's be very clear about this. He's got a lot Glenn of stories. I guess come out and say he's beginning to write a second movie. Oh boy! Uh, maybe and, he's got a better he, budget this time. He did recoup the costs of making the first one. Enough people really? watched it that he. Well, it doesn't the surprise cost. me, I guess, but. Well, and Shutter's got it, so they, you got to pay something to have it, right? Like, well, you just, and, you, like, and you have to remember that Glenn Danzig is a musician with a yeah. very big following. And I'm sure a large number of these people that watch that movie, like myself, are like, hey, I love Glenn Danzig. Verada comics were awesome. He writes great songs. Maybe he can write a great movie. Clearly he cannot. But That first solo album he did, Danzig, was phenomenal. He didn't make a lot of money off that album, Unbelievable too. album. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's no Rob Zombie, that's for sure. Right. Well, as far as movie making, yes. Yeah. Right. Just say his music's his music's good. Yeah, yeah no, Rob I Zombie's like his music. filmmaking like... is pretty good. Like I managed to just watch Three from Hell last week for the first time. It's a good yeah. movie. Love it. Love it was that a great, movie. Like close to that to that trilogy. Yeah. I still haven't seen that. Love it. I haven't Love seen it. Three from Hell. Love it. All right, so the little Mexican uh, midget, and it was great. Yeah. Where did you watch Three from Hell, Sal? Because I, I, I want to. I have. I have. It's the only it's one I haven't on seen. It's on Shutter, I think. Yep. Okay. Just watch it on Shutter, dude. You got to buy. Shutter I've got to break down. I'm. I'm cutting it's the cable. Five bucks, man. It's five bucks. I know. Bucks. I'm cutting the cable. I'm gonna save like 150 dollars a month. So I'll. No, I look at it this way: if you pay for Shutter, as somebody I, who loves horror movies, you can't go wrong. There's a but lot I, of I looked at the library and I was like, I've seen a lot of that stuff. I was just like, I, I don't. Yeah, but nah, there's, good, there's, there's tons of content. originals up there. But no, they're starting to do a lot of the original stuff. And that's sort of what yeah. I'm leaning towards pulling the trigger, I guess. And and they've been buying up all the independent films that they can to get onto there, which are not produced by Shutter, but produced yep. by foreign foreign companies and all that stuff. And they're putting it all up there. I really, I, you, you're not going to go, as a, as a horror movie fan, anybody that listens to this podcast you cannot go wrong with a Shutter subscription. Yeah. Yeah, you can always find something on there. Yeah. And I and keep I'm sure there's a dead horse about it too, but Tubi's free, and there's a, a lot of good movies on Tubi. My my only complaint about Shutter is the way that they have their menu set up. Yeah. They don't yeah, have it garbage. broken down into types of horror, no. and there's no search function. Like you can't like type something in there. Like for no. me to find Veronica, I actually had to type it into my like Fire Stick search because no. I couldn't find it on Shutter. Yeah. Do they have an app for your phone? Because some some of those apps, like you got to do it, like it's almost like remote through, on your uh, phone. Yeah, no, I nothing. They're they the way their their site is set up is not very good. That's my only complaint about Shutter. Yeah, it's it's not easy to find shit. So they don't they, have a search. They don't have. They a have an box. app. You can download the app on your phone. You can download the app on Apple TV. Your Fire Stick. You can download it for PlayStation. Yeah. Um, 
They do have an app. Yeah. It's not a great app. The interface. No, is I'm good. saying you can't search on even on the app. You can't. No, search. no, no. You just got to sit there and scroll through shit. And but there's really? the Ooh, categories aren't even set up in a good way. Like they have like new stuff, popular stuff, psychological. Uh, there's only like like five different categories, and they're they're just random. Like I'm like you got to work on this like setup. Like it's a bad yeah. setup. Well, a good the situation is that Shutter isn't fully realized yet. Like they're just beginning. Yeah. Um, they're all the stuff that they're putting money into, like mm-hmm. Creep Show and some of the original series. They're starting to make money on, and I believe that they're not gonna spending get money on their UI for sure. I guess right. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think I think not. that'll come. That'll that'll come with time, uh, yeah. because really the gold standard for applications for for apps out there, believe it or not, is not Netflix. It's HBO Now and HBO Go, HBO Max. They actually borrowed from the actual gold standard MLB major league baseball's app for viewing stuff. That is the same app that HBO uses. They use the same company, the same source code because it's a really good, uh, video app. Hmm. All right. So our rating what did we give the the um, the dancing one? Was did we give that a one point five? Yeah, we gave it. Uh, hold on, uh, let me bring it up. I'll tell you exactly what we gave it. Because this wasn't as bad. Like uh, I, 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 the budget was, was better. The budget was better on the front, but yeah, no, I at least I there was a. That, I don't know. I didn't feel anxious watching this. We no, gave climax I, I two out of five total. Bad. We gave climax two. Ah. Ah. Well, I, I'm saying it's not as bad, but it's not good either. So I, I would give the I'm going to give this a two as well. Yeah, uh, same here. I'll give it a two. Two. <laughs> Which is bad. Like we like if we really don't like something, can we start giving ones or? Like, yeah, I don't. Sure. Don't give something a zero because that's not cool. But I don't know what happened with climax, but we gave it we gave it a two out of five. I don't recall, but yeah, why we did that. Uh, well, then I'll give this a two as well because you know, it, it wasn't any. Worse than Climax, but it wasn't better either. No. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, I am not going to look forward to the second uh, movie. Although <laughs> I think we should watch it if it comes out, shouldn't we? Yeah, we, we have to. to. <laughs> I'm have hoping to. he learned some sort of lesson. You have to, right? You have to watch it. I'm It'll be like drinking the uh, the door beers when you go to your friend's house and he's got those yeah. beers in the door that like just sit there because no one's yeah. drank them for years. Yeah, like we'll just, have to do it. Like say, okay, we got to watch this movie because yeah. we watched the it's first like one, one or so. two off brands of beers sitting there that are not part of a full six pack anymore. <laughs> yeah, a buddy of mine brought this over. You you can have it. Hey, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. So that concludes another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. Thanks for listening. All right. And if you uh, want to give us some feedback, we have feedback at the hyphen American hyphen nightmare.com. Uh, you can visit our website. You can visit um, us on Facebook. Just look for the American nightmare podcast. Uh, we are also on a whole bunch of services. Now we're on iTunes, Google play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, you name it, we're going to be there. Do a search for us. If you want us to be added to any other search engines, let us know what you use and we'll add it. Tell your friends. Yep. Thank you again for listening. Happy Halloween. Right. Happy Halloween. Yep. <laughs>
Yes. Later, guys.